When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It most certainly is four minutes past four on a 27-degree day, if you don't mind. A beautiful Monday here in sunny Melbourne. Well, our next guest, uh, Josh Jenkins and Adam Cooney in the chair uh, with you for one more week before the Andy and Andy show resumes and uh, takes its mantle atop the radio universe next week. Uh, Our next guest is the head coach of the hottest team in the NBL. Now, he'll be playing it down, I'm sure, but the Melbourne United are on fire. They were 5-10. and ten. They've won nine of their past 11, including a big win over Adelaide in Adelaide on the weekend, 94-87. to 87. The coach of Melbourne United is Dean Vickerman. He's been good enough to jump on the line and uh, have a chat with us. Dean, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Uh, talk to us about what you've seen from your squad. Clearly, health's played a part. Personnel's played a part. You've moved... Uh, some guys on, you've sort of shuffled things around, you've had injuries all over the place, you've probably got to deal with another injury, uh, which we'll get to in a moment, but you must be pleased with the resilience and, 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 and the ability to, to just keep grinding away uh, the, that your guys have shown, you know, particularly in the past couple of months. Yeah, crazy year when you, you start to throw all those uh, things that have happened throughout the year, but uh, yeah, you know, at 5 at 10, it, it wasn't looking great, and um, you know, the boys have kind of have changed mindset a little bit and, and really started to enjoy the ball. And, you know, we value the three-point shot. It was something we were doing well early in the year, so we kind of doubled down on, on shooting the three a little bit more and, and knew that when Shay and Marcus joined us that um, you know, defensively we would just get better automatically with those two in the lineup. But, yeah, there's been, um, you know, Tuck, um, Rajon Tucker just you know been phenomenal the second half of the year and just been a really consistent scoring threat and and moving X to the bench and you know he's been really free and scored twenty points in the last three games as well. Well, you mentioned the three ball uh, and has been particularly important and those uh, the best in the business and has been for a very very long time. Chris Golding helps when you shoot that at fifty percent, five from ten, and Rajon uh, not far off that, doesn't it? Yeah, no, Chris, you know, through this period, you know, as a leader, as, as a scorer, um, you know, he's won our kind of club award, you know, regularly in, through this period and voted by his players. And so, you know, not only is he just hunting great shots and shooting it well, you know, defensively, he's he's really locked down and, and just done a great job in, in composing the, the team in big moments. Did you tell him to be more assertive? Do you need to say anything to him? Because when you're taking 10 triples <laughs> and, and hitting uh, a lot of them, uh, it looks pretty good. Did, do you mention it to him or because he's such a professional and he's done it for a long time, he knows when and, and where to take those shots? Yeah, you know, I think when we, we made the mindset to just, you know, value the three a little bit more. And, and I think any shooter, um, when their coach kind of says to them, we're a much better team when we get you 12, you know, 10 or 12 three-point, good three-point looks, and everybody's made a conscious effort to uh, to really screen for him and continue to look for him, and he's cutting a little bit harder and shooting it well. I, you know, I think it all plays into a, 
a puzzle of just doing things better. I imagine you didn't have to ask him twice, Dan. <laughs> you know, he, when I said, uh, you know, we kind of sent a text out after we <laughs> lost to uh, Perth. So, fellas, this is the direction we're going. We're going to shoot more threes. And, you know, there's certainly back on the text. He was the first one to put a thumbs up to that. <laughs> uh, no doubt about it. But he's uh, when you've made a thousand threes in the NBL, uh, which not many have done, uh, there's good reason for giving him the green light. Uh, I just want to talk to you about Ray John Tucker as well. You know, he came in, you know, with a, with a big statement and, and you've been someone, you know, you, you certainly said uh, in regards to Isaac Humphreys when he spoke out about the referees, you let your guys be themselves. But he's certainly backed it up, hasn't he? It's taken him a little while to find his groove, but now he's that kind of alpha dog for you guys. He looks like he really drives the the uh, the attitude of the group and, and has proven himself as the number one scorer in the NBL. Yeah, you know, he's, he's been a really high-level scorer in this, um, you know, the back half of the year. And, you know, a lot of it's to do with his ability just to play at a high pace. And, you know, we keep showing our transition edits and our pace edits. And, you know, if we had 13, 14, 15 in a, in a game, you know, 10 of them are about him and about how he's pushing the basketball or how he's sprinting. And so, you know, he creates his own offense that way. And when he's defensive rebounding and starting the break, um, and he's a good passer as well. He puts his feet to pain and he sees two people in front of him. He's happy to pass that thing out to the perimeter. But again, his three-point shot is something uh, when he came to us that, you know, people played off him. And as the year's gone on, I think the scouts changed a little bit about how well they have to guard him from the three. Shay Healy been super since coming back in. It really made a difference. Uh, can you talk to us about the issue that he's suffering at the moment is it too bad because as i said he's he's been a point of difference yeah shay's been fantastic and um yeah you know he's taken a another concussion and um you know he he looked pretty good today and so you know we'll continue to assess him over time about how those symptoms respond and um yeah hopefully there's a chance to, to get him back this year uh marcus lee a guy that you brought in you know midway through the season and, and his growth as a uh, within your system, you know, he doesn't need plays run for him. He gets on the glass. He's got great length. He protects the rim and he's really found a home with you guys as well. Yeah. You know, in the three import model, it's, it's, it's great to have, you know, one of your imports that are, is a lower usage guy that really, um, you know, doesn't demand the basketball, but is so effective when he's got it. And, you know, Marcus is a great screener. He's getting other people open um, become this magnificent lob threat that people have to really collapse when he sets screens and runs on the rim. He plays at a great pace and, yeah, defensively, rim protection and even his ability to switch onto a guard and use his length. And, um, yeah, been a, a real glue guy for us and, and real connected with, you know, the young guys and the older guys on the group. Very unpredictable season in terms of results at the moment. Uh, New Zealand dropped four in a row, then come out and beat Sydney in a really impressive performance. You've got them coming up. Did you see the game? How do you stop them? Yeah, I watched the game. Um, yeah, some injuries with the uh, Liartha and Brown, two of their major guards, you know, still sitting out. And, um, you know, they put a lot on uh, Will McDowell-White, Brantley and, and Pardon with the you know, the three guys that, um, you know, really stood up for him and Rob Lowe and other guys in, in different patches that played great cameos. But, yeah, Will's such a fantastic player with the ball in his hand and, um, you know, great decision maker. His floater was on the other night. Um, and then those other two guys, they, they keep running post plays for him. It's, 
it's do you double them? You know, what are the what are the coverages that you need to to stop Pardon and Brantley on the block? So um, they've been impressive on the road. They've had an impressive road record all year, and um, we get one more chance to look at them against Brisbane on Thursday night before we we get them back in Auckland on Saturday. Do you? Uh, you probably say no, but do you do you spend as a coach? I know that you certainly steer the players away from it, but do you spend any time? looking at what it, you know, trying to weigh up the numbers and where you're sitting with playing tournaments and all these type of things. Do you spend any energy on that at all? A little bit. You know, the, the office is, is kind of all over it because they're, they're trying to, you know, see if where there's a potential, you know, home game or mm. what's going on with this. You know, so they spend a lot more time on it than us. And as, as a playing group, we've kind of said, fellas, just, you know, from, you know, uh, New Year's onwards and, and all these games, these five games that we've won this year, it's like, fellas, just put our heads down, keep trying to win, and we'll put our head up at the end of, end of it and see where we where we finish. But, um, yeah, we still feel like if we win our last two games, we've got New Zealand and we've got Adelaide at home in the last one. If we can able to get those, I think we deserve to be in the playoffs. No doubt about it. You'll be on uh, the best streak in the, in the competition if you can get that done. Uh, one last question before we let you go and it's uh, not necessarily about you guys as much but we saw last week the league made the change from from uh, you know I guess a more traditional rookie of the year award to a next generation award there's a few people with different views on that did you do you have a a, a feeling on that either way yeah I think you know more about timing you know when you make these decisions I think it's always um, a point that we should make major decisions, you know, after our season and leading into the next one, so everyone kind of knows how it's how it's going to play out and how you, when you're talking to players, recruiting them about, you know, this is a you know prospect of of winning this kind of award or different mm. things. But um, the actual award and, and what it's about right now, the age, you know, is is directly uh, comparable to what it is to be a development player in our league, and and so I think though that I think they've got the age part right. Um, you know, and again, do, do, there's not going to be that many imported players of that age. It's probably going to be a guy first year out of college. So, um, yeah, you know, I think, I think it sits pretty well right now at the, at the age limit it is. Yeah, well, uh, I probably agree with your sentiments. Uh, you guys had a good win in Adelaide on the weekend, but uh, it won't mean much if you can't go and get the job done uh, against the Breakers. So uh, you know all too well about them. Dean Vickerman, well done for what you guys have been able to achieve thus far and good luck moving forward. Cheers. Thanks for having me.